You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. Welcome to In The Corner. I am, of course, Benny Mac. This is episode 58 of the show. We are almost uh, a year old. We're getting this uh, very, very slowly. Uh, Joining me from across the pond, as you can see, and for those who can't see, because you're listening to the podcast version on SJP World Media, Mr. Tyler has joined me once again for some more WWE and wrestling talk, mate. How are you, buddy? I am doing uh, tremendous, Benny. Uh, It's always a pleasure to join you for another episode of in the corner uh mate it's, uh, it's always a pleasure to chat to you uh we've got quite a quite a busy show to be honest uh, for you oh, know, we do we've got a lot going on there's been a lot going on obviously uh you can follow us obviously at in the corner WWE on twitter uh you follow myself at benny mac on twitter as well and obviously dustin tyler 86 you can follow follow our antics our day-to-day lives and our and our wrestling comments and <laughs> basically what, whatever whatever you like or prefer i mean hey just follow well, go, yeah and obviously follow at sjp world media on twitter facebook and youtube and twitch and wherever else we are <laughs> in the world right uh, dude man i mean we gotta we've gotta go we're gonna we're gonna have to go back to smackdown first before we even get into raw because there was a quite a big deal that went down on smackdown to be honest i didn't think yeah, it there would was personally happen on a smackdown i thought this was going to happen more at a uh, 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 pay per view, I want to say, but PLE obviously is what they're called now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I was expecting it to be yes, yeah, not happening now, really. And I thought they might try and let it go a tad longer, but obviously, we've got we know, had, you know, we're gonna have to talk about it. Um, well, let's just go straight into it, mate. We're gonna have to talk about it, but before we do, um, Obviously, you can chat to us. We are live on SJP World Media on YouTube, Facebook, and uh, Twitch. Uh, so, some people like Dan Griffin. Hello, Dan. Uh, evening, hey, ITCF. <laughs> Not Ipswich Town affiliated. How are we all doing? Uh, we're doing all right. Uh, we've also got Connor. Hello, Benny and Tyler. Thank you very much. Hey, Stopping Connor. By. Uh, Dan Griffin, obviously, saying hello to Connor. Um, let me find the right screen because what you can do, um, I'll let you know when they're open, but you can if you want to. You can actually call into the show if you want. And as you can see right on screen there, there's a QR code. That'll take you to our uh, our Skype. And uh, it is active now. Uh, we're not taking calls quite yet, but, you know, send me a message on Skype if you want to call in. And then I'll let you And then when we say on air we're, we're, they're open, you can call in. I'm not necessarily expecting any because it's the first time we've done this. Uh, but we are live. And if you want to call and talk some WWE and some wrestling and some of the topics we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, How exciting is that, though, that everybody can call in and talk about uh, fan interaction? At hopefully so, yeah. 
hopefully so, yeah. Uh, Dan Griffin, the incident happening on SmackDown is what is what it's must see for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, d- d- does he mean WWE's must see, or does he mean this show is must see? I don't know. <laughs> I hope it's both. Hopefully so, yeah. But you can also chat to us on Skype, and obviously, like, if you want to call us, say I want to call in. Like I said. I'll send you a message back or something saying, yeah, call in now and then we'll get you on there and you can chat to us, me and Tyler live and talk about some WWE. Um, I was going to go elsewhere, but we'll talk about that before. But we've got to talk, we've got to talk about SmackDown. Um, and before we get to what I was going to talk about, we better talk about this quickly because Pretty Deadly did earn a uh, tag team title shot in the future after winning the gauntlet match um, on SmackDown this past week. So, at some point down the line, we're going to see Pretty Deadly versus KO and Sami Zayn. I mean, are you yeah, excited are. about the match or are you indifferent about it? What's your thoughts on Pretty Deadly? I Because to be honest, I didn't think Pretty Deadly were going to win it, to be honest with you, because they've not long come up from NXT. Not that that's a bad thing, but I just mean I wasn't expecting it so soon. But I mean, what are your thoughts, Tyler? I'm fine with the matchup because it presents some uh, different possibilities to where Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn can go and pretty deadly themselves. Uh, you're right. It was a nice surprise, though, because you had a lot of established teams with the Brawling Brutes, the Street Profits, and Hit Row and the LWO. And to see pretty deadly already come out on top to earn that uh, title opportunity was uh Something that I think was needed because it, it shows you that, hey, the NXT stars are going to be pushed uh, appropriately by uh, this new uh, creative. And it doesn't always mean that's going to be the, the correct approach, but I, I do feel like this is a good way to program each of these teams to have a, a new rivalry because it re-energizes what Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn need to do and also pretty deadly. And also with the experience of uh, KO and Sami, it'll help brighten up, you know, or I mean, polish up uh, pretty deadly. I, I guess brighten up's not the word. I think they've already got plenty of personality. I think I meant to say polish up, but hey, you never know what you're going to get with our verbiage on here. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't realize, but yeah, pretty deadly are actually challenging in London. We're, again, they're from the UK, so that makes sense. So that makes, you know, no matter what. There um, you go. I'm wondering if this recent bout of, Kevin Owens, you know, Sami Zayn calling out Kevin Owens on his anger issues are going to, not necessarily now, but are ultimately going to play a a part in them losing the titles, you know, with him losing his temper at some point. Again, whether it's going to be London, I don't know, as we sit here right now. But, you know, it could be interesting. Maybe that, imagine that if they come up and they literally lose the title, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, that would be a good shock. And I mean, for for UK and, and for everybody that's just fans of uh, Pretty Deadly. And you're right, though, Kevin Owens' temper. I got to admit, I'm not as crazy about it. I think you can kind of overexpose the, uh, the temper tantrums. <laughs> and maybe I spoke about it on the previous episode uh, regarding In the Corner. But it is entertaining because it is Kevin Owens. He, he's got a way he he can... Uh, you know, accentuate his uh, his personality and and with Sammy being the counterpoint to it. Uh, so we'll see. I, I think you brought up a, a great point, though. Um, what if Pretty Deadly wins it? Yeah, yeah. I, I Again, I'm just speculating, but it's just it's a, it's a good setup going forward because we have seen KO out. Do, yeah, I mean, he's always been loud anyway. He's always a, he's always a shouter on promos, isn't he? But like just to Correct. see more of it, uh, you know, um, uh, we got some. We'll go to the chat quickly. SJP words is loving the kiss T-shirt. He loves his hairband. Yeah, so, kiss. You know, yeah. Is, oh yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I can't grow the hair, but uh, you know, I, I need a haircut. But I, I do love the hair bands. There you go. 
best behavior lads dan says boss man is in aka he's talking about sgp words um Asai powell obviously the the boss sure, man the of great uh, Sir Powell. <laughs> um yeah i just thought we've got new number of contenders because again even with all, all this stuff going on we don't have many number of contenders do we the matches just seem to happen we don't have so i like a good tag team turmoil match but this is a good way of pretty deadly winning again it makes sense for them to be challenging in london i, I must have forgot that because so much happened on smackdown i, I um, did too so that's why i love these comments because it, it helps jog my memory I, I don't know why i didn't recall that they were actually going to be get me in london yeah yeah no I, no I completely forgot um this i said to, i literally said last week i don't think jay's going to leave the bloodline on a smackdown episode i thought it was going to be a ple um obviously i was wrong it's not necessarily a bad thing um but it did seem like for them, they did it so well. I don't know what your thought process was. Chat, obviously, uh, if you want to let us know what your thoughts on, you know, Jay leaving the blood. Well, obviously, and Jimmy. Jimmy had already left technically, but we've been waiting for this for a good couple of years. All I could think of was when he hit that super kick was, imagine he missed it. All that build up and then he missed that super kick. How annoyed would you have been? But <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you think of it? It was a great moment on SmackDown for me personally. Like, it was great. Um, I can't wait to see what happens next into like the next act of this bloodline family feud or civil war is what they're calling it because obviously they are going to be at Money in the Bank. But yeah, your thoughts on the on the Jay <laughs> Jay leaving? Yeah, I enjoyed it. To your point, Benny, uh, I, I love the twist that that was teased where Roman was playing the brothers against each other, you know, and then Jimmy came out. Because Jay was uh, was saying, "Yeah, you're you're the older brother. Everybody's loved what you've been able to do, but it's my time. I, I main event Jay Uso." And Roman was trying to, you know, remind Jay of the accomplishments and that he would be next in line to preserve the the family lineage. Yet it would be Jimmy as if, hey, if you're watching along, you're missing out on some video here. Uh, but yeah, Jay Uso then saying, "I'm out." And then super kicking Roman. I mean, that was quite a moment. I did think we would see it soon, uh, much like you were saying uh, prior to uh, my response. But I, I got to tell you, this bloodline uh, storyline has been just must see. I, I've said that so many times. I know it's repetitive, but it's just it's hard to describe the the potential of it still going forward. Like you're mentioning the the Civil War. I, I like the posters. It is just, it's like a movie. I mean, it really is like theater. The way that the family dynamics are, every aspect to it, they're they're painting the picture with uh, different colors, but it's all correlating. And seeing how Roman's talking to both Jimmy and Jay. I mean, tell me, Benny, what's your thoughts of, of Roman? Just speaking of temper tantrums, I mean, natural reaction and the way he sold the super kick was just unbelievable. Yeah, and obviously then having the having the uh, the Usos team up essentially against you know him and hit that second super kick, it was uh, it was amazing. Uh, no, it was. Uh, sorry, I'm just reading some of the comments here. Sorry, uh, Sai saying in the comments, the crowd from SmackDown went into the uh, chain wrestling hall of lame this week. Brilliant segment with the bloodline, uh, and they spent half. And so I think yeah, it was a quiet interesting. Crowd. Um, but also, I think some of that may have been, you would think the pop would have been bigger. I mean, the pop was quite loud. I mean, we could probably play it back in terms of the initial, like, uh, if I can find the initial kick, we could probably play it back 
um, to a degree. I thought the crowd popped fairly well for it. I can't remember. Then I am. It has been uh, yeah. a good week since I. Um... It's been it's been some days <laughs> removed since we've last uh, got the chance to review SmackDown. But but I f- felt like the crowd probably were just in shock that it took them a little bit maybe for the reaction to come as natural. I mean, not a, history. I mean, not a bad, not a bad, not a bad moment. But um, I, I think the raw crowd this week was a lot louder than that. To be fair, so I think Sai's probably right on that one. The, the, the crowd on Raw were really into it this week, which we'll get onto in a little bit. But um, everybody just in the chat talking about it. The ending, uh, the the Scottish Danny. That ending of SmackDown was pure there's Scottish cinema. Danny. There, yeah. There's a, there's my yeah. other tag team partner. Yeah, it was Danny. We were just talking like a good film. Yeah, hundred percent. It's also like the um, the I was saying to the other day, like when, it, when Romans had more chairs in the back than anybody in history in WWE, probably at this point in terms of being because the chair is essentially if it was a gangster film, the chair would be a knife. You'd be knifed in the back, but obviously it's a chair because it's wrestling. Oh, and, you know, that, so, that's a brilliant analogy. I did not so, think of the know. chair and knife kind of kind of related there. Uh, sorry, the pop was great, but everything else. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, no. Looking back at it, yeah. Um, <laughs> really, they, uh, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of chat going on about this. Obviously, it was a big moment for um, for for SmackDown, the bloodline. Uh, Jacob as a whole. too. I mean, it, it's it's a possibility. I think Dan Griffin had commented about uh, the, the other fight too, and the the bloodline as far as the family dynamics. We were just uh, aforementioning there. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's, uh, it was a bloody great moment. But I am surprised that it happened on a SmackDown. Genuinely, because I thought that we'd build a bit more, maybe money. I was thinking in my head we were going to see it finally, possibly. I thought SummerSlam was a bit too far away, so I honestly, in my head, thought that we were going to see this at Money in the Bank in some shape or fashion. I don't know. Obviously, the way they built it to this moment, obviously they kind of left their hands tied because they had to do something on that SmackDown. And how many more times can Jay? put his head down and you know bow to the freaking tribal chiefs so. yeah, just cower to roman all the time yeah so how much longer can it go on for so i think again i think it was the right time you know but i honestly thought because i said it last week didn't i i genuinely said i don't think it's happening on smackdown no you I think, did you know, so hey i was wrong who cares <laughs> it was a bloody great moment it was hey uh, we're, we're all going to be wrong a lot more of the times than we are right Let, let's be honest here yeah there you go um it was a freaking great it was a freaking great moment um Interesting to see where this goes now. Obviously, we have there's several matches going. Is Jay going to be facing Roman for that for that championship? Do you think, Tyler? We're hearing a lot of uh, speculation concerning uh, that that could be plausible. Uh, seeing Jay use a challenge Roman for the uh, championship, uh, possibly mm-hmm. maybe even SummerSlam, maybe farther down the line. We know Money in the Bank's going to have the tag team match between uh, Jimmy and Jay and their other brother Solo and, of course, their cousin Roman. And uh, I'm sure Paul Heyman's going to be flanking uh, the tribal chief as the wise man, the special counsel. I mean, and watch out for Heyman. I, I did <laughs> yeah, like yeah. how it looked like he thought he was out of the bloodline, and he's like, I love you, Roman. He, You know, really sucking up to Roman. I, I mean, Paul Heyman, I, I know I say it, he just he's so brilliant. He is yes, just, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a master. <laughs> Not only his expressions, his comments, just where he looks tough at times and he'll cower and, <laughs> and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he tries to get empathy. I, I know we could probably dedicate a whole podcast to Paul Heyman, but there you go. Um, 
they are going to be teaming. It's going to be Usos versus Solo and Roman. I mean, how long does Solo stay with Roman? Are we going to see another year of the? Are we going to have other people? Are we? Are we people in the chat are obviously mentioning um, the other Fatus to come in. Is it uh, Jacob Fatu? Yeah. Uh, so possibly yes, coming. You know. So I mean, it'd be interesting to know where chat thinks this is going to go. Really going forward, but I'm interested to see the match. Do we see? Does Sami Zayn sort of get back involved with the Usos? That could then lead to Kevin Owens losing his temper and them to, I thought you were done with this bloodline Ripped stuff. off. You know, yeah. so there's so many ways. And again, as much as I like to see him go, yeah, I think this is going to happen. I have no idea what's going to happen with this. Um, I think the match has uh, potentially to be one of the best matches at Money in the Bank, though, 100%. And that's mainly because Roman's involved, you know, and that's not taking anything away from you anybody else. You can't discount Roman Reigns' value. I mean, no, you're you're so on point. I mean, as much as I, I want to cheer for the Usos and, and Solo's been tremendous as well, Roman Reigns is just, I keep saying it, he's on another level. He, he is on an island unto himself of relevancy or whatever you want to call it. It's, uh, yeah, he is. He has been the, the face of the brand as much as I, I like the other people. I, I love Cody's return. <clears throat> it's been Roman Reigns since 2020. Uh, they tried to do it before that did not work out as well uh, with all due respect to Roman Reigns. But this second time around has just been it is uh, it's hard to find uh, hard to find too many flaws. I mean, I'm I'm sure there are. But if you're nitpicking, but. It's just, it's been riveting. Yes, yeah, mate. and I can't wait. I, we, all th- we all thought this was coming to an end at Rumble, at Elimination Chamber, at WrestleMania. We all thought this was coming to an end. I would say 100%. I think 90% of people were thinking WrestleMania, Cody's going to win, and this is over. We are, I, I, we're not, I mean, SummerSlam maybe, but at the moment, we are very much uh, waiting. We, I don't know. I think it's maybe SummerSlam. I was going to go to the chat before we go on to the next one. Uh, where was it? I've lost it. I should have favored it. There it is. Um, Dan Griffin in the chat. If I see Jacob at breakfast in the morning of money in the bank, <laughs> like I did solo at Clash, I'll give you the scoop. Buddy. Are you going? Who's going in chat? Actually, who's yeah, going thanks, money Danny. in the bank? Um, I'd be interested to know who is uh, who's who's going if anybody. Um, what's this? Either way, Scottish Danny will be watching the council of Dan's meeting. They what are they? I don't know. So Danny's involved. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, talking about compelling. What what's going to happen there? Apparently, Fatu wrestled a few days ago, so there's talk about being him being injured and stuff like that. But speaking of injuries, we'll move on before we move on to Raw. There's word flying around that uh, is Randy Orton returning soon. We've uh, we every now and again I peek my head and have a look on the internet and see what I can find. But um, you found some stuff today, didn't you? Or you've heard that on several outlets are reporting that apparently Randy Orton is uh, on his way back. So. I mean, I'm in, I'm I'm excited. Every time Matt Riddle gets beaten up, I'm I'm waiting for him to be, you know, that music to hit, basically. So, I mean, what are your thoughts? Oh, sure. I, I'd be excited if uh, I heard the music as, as well and, and we got an opportunity to see more RKOs and, and get to see Randy Orton, a future Hall of Famer. I, I'm hearing from, uh, you know, publications like Zero News, also WrestleBuddy and, and many others that uh, contrary to... Uh, popular belief, not saying there wasn't truth to the speculation that Randy Orton was not indeed going to reemerge and be back in the WWE on a full-time basis. Uh, that's to uh, yet to be determined. In other words, uh, it is believed that according to their sources that Randy Orton looks to be back 
uh, with the company. So that gives us at least hope. And I'm hoping, uh, speaking of that word, that that comes to fruition with uh, Randy Wharton, because like you said, he is just uh, he's a once in a lifetime talent. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's let's say let's say this is all true and all these outlets are saying that you know they you know he is back and it's what they're saying is true? Is it money in the bank or do you think this is more like a SummerSlam return for him because of the this you know the stature of you know nothing against money in the bank in London at all? It'd be amazing for the people in UK definitely, but do you think it's more likely to be a SummerSlam return or a money in the bank? Is it imminent or do we think maybe a bit longer in SummerSlam? Well, I'm glad you you touched upon that, Benny. Uh, they do uh, want to have him possibly show up at Money in the Bank, but I, I've also heard there's been eternal talks, according to the rumor. Now uh, we we don't know naturally, yeah. but that it could be held off to SummerSlam, maybe even uh, <laughs> longer. But that that's been at least some of the discussion that's been reported. Now, uh, not knocking any of these publications, I'm uh, actually associated with one of them. So that would be stupid of me to, to knock them uh, <laughs> out of respect. Uh, but it, hey, it, it's thanks to them that I'm able to share some news with everybody. And uh, I want to thank them, uh, speaking of WrestleBuddy and Zero News, uh, who's our partners over there. And also based in the UK, they, what is it in the water over there? It's a, a lot of great people over in the United Kingdom that I've connected with lately. There's not a lot going, uh, going on over here, Tyler, to be honest. So, you it's know. not much going, going on or happening. No money in the bank. There's all in from AW, <laughs> maybe soccer, some other stuff. Not that you guys don't love American football. I don't mean that. It's just, <laughs> you know, there's that some good music festivals. Uh, before I get off into another, where this sounds like another podcast, just to say that Randy, we're, we, we are here. He's coming back. My goodness, leave it to me to get off in the weeds here. I, I don't know. So help nah, me out fun. here. No, nah, it's <laughs> Fine. Uh, mate, it would be it'd be amazing if he um if he did come back, you know, sooner rather than later for me. Oh, it would. Uh, I, every time I see Matt Riddle getting beat down, I think, oh no, it didn't happen. So, and I always think that I know it, it's it's that glimpse of uh, what if Randy Orton makes his return right then to help him. Uh, Dan Griffin in the chat. My dream, uh, Randy Orton. Sorry, my dream, Randy Orton return scenarios for him to come back. Uh, the Raw after Cody wins the title. Uh, Goad him into a challenge and beat him, <laughs> sparking a le legacy feud. Well, you know, we know you're not a, the biggest Cody fan, Dan. Uh, so, but yeah, that would be quite, you know, there is a, you know, it's, you know, that aside, there is a, an inbuilt story for Cody and Randy Orton oh, straight it, away. So yeah, it would work. I'd be interested in seeing that. That, would, that could be very interesting. Uh, Sai responding to what's in our water, mostly shopping trolleys, old tires, and bodies, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, it depends where Fair that's enough. from. Um, so yeah. Well, well, uh, what I was going to say too. Oh, okay. No, go ahead. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, just subscribe, buddy. Keep up the good work. Uh, well, subscribe to this channel as yeah. well if you don't mind. Appreciate yeah, we it. appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> don't no, forget I, the cocaine the Thames that shows up in, <laughs> the, up in the fish. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Uh, so the fish are on drugs? I, I didn't realize it. Well, that would explain why their eyes are open all the time. To be fair, yeah, it so, would. Uh, no, uh, to be fair, it's not from. Uh, for many brownies that somebody dropped in the <laughs> in a lake or something. Uh, uh, Griffin, that scenario would keep Cody red hot and is better than chasing. Uh, it's yeah. Well, obviously the baby face is always meant to be chasing the title ultimately, you know? Um, so yeah, it makes perfect sense. But yeah, certainly there's a great inbuilt story with uh, Randy and Cody, as we've, um, we have talked about on the show before, yeah, but there's a lot of background. It's what, what you both are saying. And I, I think it, a, it's logical now, whether everybody wants to see it. I, I think a lot of people would though. 
uh, even if they at first they're critical, eventually if you got listen, if you've got a enough of a meaningful storyline and and the match as a result delivers, then and especially between those two, I, I think it's I've got a lot of confidence in what they're able to to pull off. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Oh, let's just check the chat quickly before we move on. People in London, it's not so much Charlie. It stays in the use. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. This is a different yeah, we're, we're getting off on a tangent. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like me with an, another show. What's going on here? Benny's like, okay, before we get out of control, let's please talk some other. Wrestling. <laughs> we'll move on. Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the women's um, money in the bank ladder match. Trish Stratus did qualify. Uh, actually, thanks to Becky Lynch getting involved with some stuff on the outside. Oh, she did. So the field now looks like this. Becky Lynch versus Zoe Stark versus Zelina Vega versus Bailey versus Io Sky and obviously Trish Stratus has made it into the Money in the Bank in London as well. So I mean oh, she has. That's not a bad uh, that's not a bad um field to be honest for uh <laughs> sorry, no, it's not. Joke, I'm, I'm actually making notes. Uh, forgive me. I actually took notes and didn't print them this time. So forgive me if you're flipping pages. No, no, I was no. Actually problem. trying to find um I mean, less participants than the men's, but there's the story with Becky, Zoe, and Trish. There's a story with Bailey and Eo Sky involved with damage control. And Zelina Vega is the only one in there that, you know, she's got to fight, obviously, but isn't really involved with any of them. Not really. She's had a bit of running with damage control on SmackDown, but not to the not to the level that this Bailey Eo Sky thing I think could flip in this and literally snap. Uh, in this match, if they, it, uh, yeah, it could happen right then in London. No, I, I'm with you. I think that they're already been building the tension and what going back maybe a couple of months prior to even them uh, starting to tease. It, it's uh, really been something to watch. Uh, oh, I have a feeling Trish is going to take this one. Hey, Dan never, Griffin calling the shot there, tell. saying Trish, yeah, yeah, maybe with uh, although the way she reacted to Zoe Stark, she was like, oh, no, no, it could be you, it could be you. So could there be tension with them already? Um, I don't think so. Zoe Stark for me no. is there to, you know, kind of make sure Trish wins, isn't she? She's the in muscle. Ba- yeah. In Bailey's mind, EO Sky's there for EO Sky to make me win, Bailey, you know? So, I mean, with all this stuff going on, this actually could benefit Zelina Vega big time. Yeah, it could actually help out those who don't have any part, have to worry about anybody hurting their feelings or, or taking <laughs> an opportunity. No, that, that's a yeah, that's yeah. a very astute observation, my my good friend. But what I was going to say is the promo was intriguing because, you know, Trish had to catch herself, and I liked it. If you paid attention, you saw Zoe yes, kind of yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute now, wait, what, kind of like with what Bailey and, and Scott's been doing with their interactions, like, like you were saying. Uh, I want to talk about the Becky Lynch. Maybe I've got the rules messed up, but that kind of confused me a little bit. I kind of get the the finish a little bit. So Raquel Rodriguez does not win because she's in the ring. I thought that was a little backwards. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I I need to uh, because because Becky um, because Becky attacked. um, Yeah, because Becky attacked. Um, Trish. Oh, I the see. Referee now. would see it as Becky trying to help Rodriguez, even though she's not. So because Trish was the and one because who he hit, saw it, and because it's a normal standard, you know, wrestling match, she because of the outside interference, Rodriguez got disqualified because of Becky. So it's actually Becky's fault 
that Trish Stratus is now in the Money in the Bank, basically. So yeah, that's what was going on there, my friend. But um, uh, no, it yeah. clicked, and and I'm glad I made the tab because that makes sense. I, I guess I was looking at it if the ref didn't see it, I'm like, well, why wasn't Rodriguez the winner? But it, you know, I get they were want Trish involved in the Money in the Bank match. I, I'm not arguing that point, but I, I'm trying to make yeah, yeah. refresh my memory on how the rules work. I know they can change it a little bit nowadays, and it, I think everybody's been kind of you know, altering uh, the rules for a while now. So it's nothing new. I, I just, I'm, I'm trying to kind of, what, what did I just see? Because even though we watched this yesterday, at least I did, Benny, I'm trying to re- remember what happened. There's just those little intricacies that I'm glad maybe you catch on to that I don't, you know, get a chance to always observe. Yeah, we got Dan, more in the chat here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dan Griffin saying in the chat, Bailey and EO have been uh, gold, by the way. But do, uh, do you know what? I agree, actually. Um, they've been a bit under the radar, but I actually quite like the fact that EO Sky's like, nah, I'm winning this. Or no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not having your BS, basically. It's really good. Apparently, we are a real wrestling show, according to Sai. This is a real wrestling show, Dan, not like the pretend one on Mondays. Hey, nothing uh, wrong with the. Nothing wrong with chain yeah, wrestling. There's nothing wrong oh. with chain wrestling. We're we're big fans. Uh, yeah, yeah. You and Lord Max do a fantastic job, Sai. And uh, I'm not just go. saying that to suck up to you, but uh, even if I was, great job. No, it, seriously, you guys do tremendous. <laughs> Benny, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, like what Dan and Sai were talking about, or at least Dan's comment, basing it off this with the interaction between Bailey and EO Scott, and, and like what you were discussing, one it, uh, you know, Bailey sp- was making matches for damage control and and specifically now with Dakota Kai on the shelf uh with regards to uh EO Sky one at EO Sky that turned around on SmackDown was it this week's edition where she accepted a challenge for uh, a match on behalf of with, Bailey uh, yeah yeah for Bailey uh, to take on who was it who oh, was God, her opponent? Now you're asking. Now you're Gosh, asking. I've, I've, yeah now bad timing I, I should have researched it better it's on me <laughs> Uh, but but it's funny how you you'll picture these segments or get fragments of them and they start clicking and it's like okay I should have prepped a little better but it's for, it's for it's for this week on SmackDown I believe I can't remember who who she said it's, yes to it's, to it's be not honest Shotzi is it yes it is Shotzi and she's putting oh, her okay. that's, that's it you're correct yes she is putting her um, money in the bank spots uh, up. Okay. And uh, EO Sky. So I think Bailey was like, no, nah, why would I give that up? And then literally um, <laughs> was like, um, yeah, no, I am not doing that. And then basically uh, EO Sky uh, said, yeah, you will. Yeah, because Bailey's been doing that to both Dakota and EO for a while now, where she they, they would get challenged and they're like, no, 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 no. And then Bailey's like, yeah, they'll kick your ass, basically. So it's nice to see. Um, yeah, there you go. Dan Griffin took, uh, uh, confirmed it for us. Bailey versus Shotzi yeah, for Bailey. Bailey's money in the bank, yeah. Yeah, and I, I liked to, to your guys' point. We'll move on, but it it has been intriguing what's been uh, occurring between the two damage control members. Is that you know EOS guys finally kind of getting some redemption in a in a kind of a comical way, even with uh, with Bailey because she used yeah. to always answer for him, and she's finally yeah, yeah. going, "Hey, wait a minute, I, it's my turn." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good. I'm enjoy. I am enjoying it more now. It has been a rough ride with damage control, um, but it is. I think weirdly, and, and I like Dakota Kai. I actually rate Dakota Kai, but with her not being there, Eoskai's had to step up and be more verbal and stuff. I guess so. Actually, we're seeing more of that personality, you know, come out of her. And 
the interaction between her and Bailey have been really good. So again, I'm I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to Dakota Kai coming back, but it has been interesting to see what those two can do together. Um, and also, I'll put it to the chat and, and yourself now. I, this is whether does Bailey is Bailey going to be it in London? Obviously, actually in the match, I mean, is, or is she going to lose it to Shotzi? Chat and title. What I, do you think? Well, I, nothing against Shotzi. I, I hope Bailey's still in it. I just think due to the storyline with unless unless you have a circumstance where Bailey can cost uh EOS guy, because I think if you're gonna build this tension, I don't know if you, you really pull the trigger at money in the bank, but at least it may be another part of that story. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, please uh comment and, and help us out because this is very very good dialogue. I think it's good to kind of go into these storylines. Yeah, Bailey Sedan is thinking Bailey's going to be in it. She will win the match. For, yeah. And look, yeah. And the, when you were talking, then my brain started ticking over. Like you could have EO Sky accidentally cost Bailey her spot. And then that means Shotzi then goes in. And then you like have the reverse happen at Money in the Bank where Bailey's trying to help in air quotes and then cost EO Sky a moment to possibly become Miss Money in the Bank. So or oh, you could, you know, there's so many. I, I, I'm looking at the women's one. I'm actually maybe Trish. I think that's a good shout from Dan, to be fair. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm finding it quite hard to, um, I mean, we're going to be doing guesses obviously soon, but obviously next week, I think so. Um, but it's going to be hard to break that one down. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens on SmackDown, obviously, and then we have Raw and then we have another SmackDown before we have Money in the Bank. So we've got a lot of uh, wrestling to see. To see how there. how they build it, yeah, how they you know prolong the story. the story. Yes, yeah, hundred percent, exactly. Uh, you know, and, and the only other thing to your point, and, and we'll move on, is that it it allows talent to grow. I, I think I'm glad you brought that up about Io Sky with Dakota Kai. I hate that she's injured, but it does give her chances to show just how talented she is and we all knew it coming in from nxt but with bailey now with somebody experienced in dakota kai that's what made damage control so uh fascinating when they <laughs> debuted back at SummerSlam last year and then getting to see kind of you know the good points and not so good points but either way it's still been solid so th this maybe freshens it up if there's uh tension and, and eventually a turn either way yeah Hundred percent. Uh, so yeah, Becky Lynch versus Zoe Stark versus Zelina Vega versus Bailey versus Io Sky and Trish Stratus for the uh, Money in the Bank uh, briefcase in London. Um, going to be interesting. I honestly am struggling to think of a winner. Uh, something that happened. We mentioned Rod Raquel Rodriguez there, and um, we we'll mentioned it quickly. Rhea Ripley had a very sort of brief match against Natalia this past week. It ended very as quickly as it started, but. And that's a, maybe a shit. I don't know how you how, how do you feel about Natalia? We haven't. I don't know whether we've spoke about her before or at least. I mean, I thought maybe turn her heel uh, when we had Sion a few weeks ago. He was like, would that really help her? I mean, what are your thoughts on Natalia at the moment? Because does it does it seem to you like we're we're seeing the end of her in ring career, or are we on the verge of her doing something different? I hate to speculate that it would be the end of her in ring career, but it makes you wonder. I almost want, you know, think now, because I don't want to overuse the word wonder. That's why I stop myself there is if <laughs> we don't have Natalia Turnhill, maybe she does. You, you were talking about this. Uh, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, if if not longer, Benny, how maybe it, it's her time. You know, everybody's talking about Bianca possibly going the villainous route and 
and maybe it's it's time for both of them on their brands. Maybe maybe they need some more attitude. They need to show some aggression, not like the equivalent of Rhea Ripley. I, I would argue Raquel Rodriguez was great as a heel, but now she you, you kind of don't want to overuse too many villains. You need a lot of good baby faces, and she's yeah. proven she's she's good. But I, I'm thinking of you know Natalia. It's it, that's a tough one for me. Because I think she could be a good tweener, but yet you've got you want to position her. I guess you want to build it though. You don't want to rush her being heel. You you got to give her reasons, or maybe as a, a stronger baby face that has more of a, a grit to her. I'm taking words from Edge now. I'm, I'm taking away from his promo. There there, yeah. there you go. But you you know I I mean what, what do you think? Because this is a very very unique circumstance when when you're trying to fit a, it, you know your characters in in a different role. Yeah, um, I can see it going either way, to be honest, her for leaving or being more of a backstage thing, you know, helping out. Maybe she goes to NXT. I think that maybe that boat sailed uh, the past, whatever the freaking saying is. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I I think there's something. Could, she's been there since, what, 2010, 2009, maybe? Um, it's been a, a long time. She was Divas champion. I don't think she's ever been women's champion because it wasn't really a, th- or maybe it was a thing, but because we had women and Divas, didn't we, at one point? Um, but I think, I think genuinely she's got the grit. She could be the grizzled veteran. She could really be the person that is like, do you know what? I've been here longer than all of you. Where's, where's my piece of the pie, essentially? So it, I think it could work if done right. And because, I know she's kind of been a bad guy or a heel before, but I don't it I think come off all, as good. Yeah. I don't think but now I think it could. Um but she's trying to figure out her place. Maybe she's maybe she starts a faction. I don't know. A faction could be good. She could be like that, uh, you know, but get a faction to do almost do like Randy Orton did with Legacy and and what Triple H did with Evolution and have them be the muscle to help her become you know, a, a force to be reckoned with as a group, as a champion, it could work. You probably, know. yeah, you probably have to find. Do they necessarily have to be second generation or whatever, what to make it a legacy, or would you do it um, the other way? Maybe. I mean, you've got Rock's daughter down in NXT. Well, There's hey, a, good the, point. You know, you've, you've got, got her, her down there, and uh, and who else? I'm, I'm trying to recall. Natalia, oh, has won the Divas. Oh, there we Smackdown go. Women, so. I don't remember her winning the Each. SmackDown one at all, so that's bad, isn't it? I know she challenged for the NXT. No, I, it's it's been a lot of years. Uh, unless I'm reading up on an article or or going back doing research, I, I'm lucky if I can remember all of it. I think she's got possibility where she could still do something. Um, how it's done, I don't know. I think for me, I think I said it was an, a perfect opportunity for me. I feel like a few weeks ago, a month ago, she came to the ring. Uh, yes, she was wearing the you know the hat from her father and all that kind of stuff, but she was mainly in black. And I thought, oh, we're going to see a heel turn here, and then it just didn't happen. Um, so, but but she's been given the shades like Brett used to do, but when he was a baby face, and yeah, so you'd have to drop that. Obviously, you couldn't be given out oh, yeah, sunglasses. Obviously, no, but, uh, no, that would be very odd. Oh, here I, I'm getting ready to hate me, but have my glasses. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll sign something for you. There you go. Yeah, that would not work. And I, I know she would know better than that. I, I'm just, you know, that it's a little things I noticed going back to the, the nostalgia factor of Brett, because I'm such a Brett Hart fan, too. So I'm like, it's a shame, man. You've got Jim, the Anvil Nineheart's daughter, and it, it's almost like they, they don't have 
the correct creative for her, in a sense. And that, that's really a shame because Natalia's got a lot more to her than just yeah. Uh, yeah. than what she's presented as. But, you know, it, it's always challenging. Hey, I'm not saying booking her or the way to present her is easy either. I'm not trying to. No. I'm just uh, I'm scratching my head, too. I mean, we're even having the discussion. What do you do with her? And the legacy uh, ordeal could be enticing. You know, Ava Rain, the Rock's daughter, she's with Schism right now. And NXT maybe bring her up and whoever else. And uh... it's it, it, it. I think it, you know there is something you could do that again. Where how it's packaged, how it's delivered is obviously you just got to throw it at the wall and see if it sticks, <laughs> so to speak. Sometimes, and, it, but... and sometimes if it if it don't, you know to go back to the drawing board. I yeah, hundred percent. Uh, well, stay staying with the women uh, moment because obviously this all links into a degree. Uh, the possibility of Raquel Rodriguez versus Rhea Ripley. We had a bit of a stare down at Gorilla just before, and she was, you know, talking about Rhea, and Rhea confronted her, which I really liked, by the way, the fact that she confronted her. But there was yeah, just that too. moment, just that moment where they just stared at each other. I mean, Rhea Ripley's, she's a big girl, but next to Ra- Raquel Rodriguez, Rhea Ripley's actually a tad shorter. shorter. So, I mean, going forward, would you? I mean, and chat as well. Would you want to see Raquel Rodriguez versus Rhea Ripley? Is Raquel Rodriguez at that at that point yet? Um, I think there's potential there, but maybe it needs a bit more of a yeah build. But I think I think it potentially could be good. Yeah, play it back because I, I think they had the encounter in NXT. I know it's different with the main roster, but the chemistry will be there, and especially with. You've got Raquel, I think, was more the heel and and that role down there. She's able to be more the baby face. This is where it could work. And she could she needs to have more of the attitude. And I think we'll get remnants of the Rod the Raquel Rodriguez mantra from her NXT days when I think she was known as Gonzalez down there. I may be wrong. Uh, because you know how they'll rebrand them when they come to the main roster. But in Rhea Ripley having that same kind of uh you know, personality that she's showing now, but yet she was the babyface. Yes. I mean, run it back to their, their days in NXT. It, absolutely. Haas matches. That's kind of like a JR term that I think is a universal wrestling language. I don't care if you're from England, you're from the States. I love the term Haas matches. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's just, it sounds cool. It's kind of an old school term. So I'm glad Dan had uh, brought that to our attention, but no, I, I don't know, Benny. I, I'm kind of with everybody. I think we all can agree, man. To see, because Rio is what, actually five seven, maybe five nine, very tall for a lady. But Raquel Rodriguez is even taller, about six feet six yeah. one. So you could tell the the difference. Just to see that that visual of them confronting each other, don't it doesn't matter that it's in the ring or backstage. You you, you can tell with the right story. The I mean, this could be big. I, I believe so, yeah. I didn't know they had faced each other in NXT because I've not seen it. Was that during the 2.0 or was that way back before? Was no, it, it was back in the, the latter days. Go go back and check that out, man. That's oh, man, I missed that. How did I miss yeah, that? Yeah, I was starting to get into NXT, unfortunately, in the, the later days. And I'm not taking nothing away from 2.0 right now. There, there's still some good, decent stuff. I, I realize you got to change up the game a little bit. But, man, what they were doing in black and gold, I – I hate that I got in on the party late and had to go back to revisit some of the robberies. It it helped me understand what what they're doing on the main roster, what, the potential that was there. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah. Dan Griffin yeah, in the Dan. chat there. House matches are hard hitting slugfest, you, usually between uh, larger competitors per Webster's Wrestling Encyclopedia. <laughs> I, I, I love that he's given us the definition using the uh, the encyclopedia. Dan, you're you're so well studied, my friend. And because uh, I, I just I'm just going to think of a horse like a big old animal, but he it's clearly a lot more, <laughs> you know, there there's more of an etiquette to it than just thinking of it like you would, you know, some big animal going at it. Yeah. I don't know what I was trying. You can tell I'm from Tennessee. That, that's our analogy. It's like <laughs> just some big old horse, man. That, that's how we think of. Well, let's uh, let's 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 move on to the uh, uh, torn. What to do next? To be honest with you. Uh, this is all kind of linked together, this next few subjects, this next few things. So let's just get into it. The men's money in the bank. We've got Ricochet. We thought, I actually honestly thought well, the, foot, the field was full last week. We thought, the, you know, we thought I, the I same. I did too. Um, but yeah, um, we got uh, Logan Paul is in the money in the bank ladder match. Look, my gripe about this right now is everybody else had to qualify. And Logan Paul is just put in. I know he draws numbers. I know he draws ratings. I can't really argue with his. Um, I, what he's done in the ring so far has been entertaining and fun to watch. But I'm a bit like, why is Logan Paul in this? Uh, at least have a qualifying match, you know, minimum. Have a, but then make him earn it. Is Logan Paul meant to be a heel? I think he is, right? So, you know, then we've got that whole... Then we have Brock Lesnar a few years ago just come in and take the freaking briefcase. You don't even need to be in the match, ladies and gents. Me and Tyler are going to be in London, and we're going to go in and just take the briefcase. And He pretty know. much just said, but who's going to argue with Brock Lesnar, to be fair? Exactly. Well, there is that as well, yeah. So, yeah, no problem. Yeah, but yeah, that, we got... That's the other side of it, but I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, he, he cut a very heel promo. Then he tried to go backtrack it and babyface it a little bit, saying... Oh yeah, yeah knocking Cleveland. That's what was perplexing, but kind yeah. of intriguing. And in the same way, I kind of met. I was like, okay, he's kind of tweening here after after that those hill lines. Then saying, oh yeah, Jerry Lawler's from here. I thought he's from Memphis. I know he likes Cleveland teams. That kind of confused me. Okay, and I tried to see if you know maybe Lawler lived up in Cleveland at one point. Yeah, Did not see any references there, but I get what he was trying to get at. Uh, yeah, Logan Paul, man, he. He's got a genuine disdain. He's just got the look. He's, and he is talented. I mean, like you're saying, he's got the ability. But I'll tell you, and this, I'll let you break this segment down. I can't wait. There, there's, I think, both of our favorite parts of this whole deal. Uh, well, funny enough, Dan's mentioned it in the chat there. We are going to show it. And obviously, people listening to the podcast can hear it. Okay. And I see two guys who are as useless as basketball cleats. Then I look and I see a guy, he makes videos for 14-year-old girls and wants to call himself a megastar. No, no! <laughs> there can be only one, but I'll tell you what, Logan Paul, I brought you a little gift. It's a map. If you follow this, you'll find the exact directions of where you can stick each and every one of those bottles of Prime. Yeah! Because that case has my name on it with everybody saying. Yeah! Right, LA Knight, absolutely uh, just um, on fire on Raw. Um, you know, oh, he obviously was. talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. I've seen that clip probably several times this week because um, it was just so good. Um, so, yeah, Logan Paul's in there. Obviously, you heard uh, there uh, <laughs> LA Knight just destroying. Uh, I loved it. Um, Pretty I much. Didn't, didn't really like the fact that Logan Paul was left standing on his own. Is this a way of 
deterring or making you think, oh no, Logan Paul's going to win Money in the Bank. Very well could be. Um, Dan Griffin, LA Knight, yeah, uh, it was a great. Um, I, uh, it was a great segment. So yeah, we've got obviously we'll do like our predictions it. next week. Um, Logan Paul. Oh, let's let's go to this first. We've, we've covered a lot there. Obviously, the Money Bank ladder match is going to be in London. Obviously, um, Ricochet, LA Knight, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest, uh, Logan Paul. Um, obviously, uh, Logan Paul's in it. I mean, first off, thoughts on Logan Paul entering Money in the Bank, Tyler? I don't have a problem, but you, you brought up a good point, Benny, and uh, that he probably should have had a qualifying match. <clears throat> but I, I guess I'm trying to understand their logic behind it, meaning WWE, it's a way just to, he's effective, not only on the mic and in the ring. And I, I did understand more why Ricochet came out. Not only was he a part of money, the money in the bank uh, match for, on the men's side, at least, but they did have that big moment at Royal rumble. So that was cool. And they, they had that kind of uh, back and forth a little bit. Uh, so, you know, that's my only kind of uh, way of trying to piece it together is why maybe he was just maybe a surprise element that factored in. I, I'm still a little confused myself, especially with the promo we've discussed it, but yeah, going back to LA night, I mean, the guy verbally just, it takes a lot. Yeah, I agree with you, side. Yeah, with LA Knight, that mm-hmm. big catchphrase, but or saying at least. But uh, I'll tell you the way because Logan Paul can talk, and it's impressive that with that promo, LA Knight didn't even have to go lengthy just to decimate him with the prime bottles. You know, talking about oh, your videos are only good for fourteen-year-old girls. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, he's tired of you know LA Knight. That's what I, I respect. He challenges even a, a great heel or tweener because or babyface due to his knowledge of being kind of brought up in an old school way, even though he, he didn't come around till till later because Paul Bear actually managed him. I, I had to go back and research it before he made it, you know, to this level. He had uh, Mr. Bearer. And I mean, he, he learned from a lot of the greats. So LA Knight, it, it's no surprise or shock that he's over and that the crowd is loving him because he's, he's getting an opportunity to, to be a, a large extension of his personality. And that's why we're, we're really admiring what he's doing right now. And that promo wins a lot of people over because for those people who don't like Logan Paul, I mean, right, right away, he, he's getting favor because he's able to go out there and, and prove he can joust with a yeah. Logan Paul and a lot of these good talkers says a lot. It speaks volumes. He, like I said, he's been good in the ring. The matches he's done, I've actually, you know, at first I was like, for goodness sake, but actually <laughs> there aren't many celebrity, I say celebrities, outsiders, I'll use that word instead, come in and done wrestling and done it well, you know? Um, and I, as much as I, it pains me to say it, and I'm, I don't drink Prime, I'm not putting money in his pocket, but I kind of am because I'm paying for the network. I'm not saying he's the main reason I'm tuning into the network, but he's. I'm interested to see what he can do in the Money in the Bank ladder match. I'm not going to lie. Um, as he's annoyed able as I to am, create anticipation. Yeah. Yes, as, as annoyed as I am that he is, um, doing what it's just been added for some random reason. But I tell you what, though, people will be into it. I think, and obviously, us UK fans were nuts anyway when it comes to wrestling because it doesn't come here very often. Um. You saw Clash of the Castle. And I'm happy for (laughs) y'all. I I know Clash of the Castle and now getting money in the bank. I think there does need to be more international events, even though Puerto Rico is considered a part of 
of North America and of the United States yeah. specifically, it still was wonderful to see with the history that you all have, whether it's Puerto Rico, it's the UK, it's, you know, Germany. I'm just using these as illustrations. Australia has been in discussions, uh, India. I, I think it's great because it shows you the international flavor of WWE and the impact a lot of wrestling promotions, not just WWE has. And, and just like with music, with movies, with, you know, television series, sports, there's just a large following and people crave uh, this kind of entertainment that's got a sports-based presentation. And that's what I love. That I'm so ecstatic for you all. I, I can't express how much it, it means to me to see the reactions and to know that you guys do deserve it and you're getting another premium live event and a pay-per-view with AEW because there, there's a, a large fan base o- over that way as well. Yes, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Here's a here's a good one. Here's a question for the you in the chat. Um, I'm not going to lie. I am torn. Obviously, we'll do our predictions next week, but I am torn between Damian Priest and LA Knight winning the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, but we'll answer that next week as best as we can. But question I'm going to ask you and the chat is: LA Knight, future world champion. I mean, the the, the where he's come from now. Where he's come from in the last six months, there's been videos online today of him debuting as LA Knight. Problem with that is when he came to the main roster, he was an LA Knight. He didn't continue on with the character. He was with that stupid bloody model agency, Free, yeah, um, which was stupid. And everybody was just chanting LA Knight and wanted it. So when he started coming out as LA Knight, yeah, it was a slow burn. There was a bit of a response there, but it wasn't as loud. And now again, was this week's Raw... I don't want to say an isolated incident, but the crowd were really into it. So when he came out, despite the fact he's a SmackDown guy, and that's a different subject again, where I know they're there to promote a match, um, but he could have done this. On, Logan Paul, I suppose Logan Paul was there on Raw, so it's maybe not, but Logan Paul could have appeared anywhere. But either way, you, to sell this match, you do need these guys to come together, to come together at some point to kind of sell that match for the, the upcoming pay-per-view. But Let's forget about the, the brand stuff for a moment, as much as that annoys both of us. Gotcha. <laughs> it does. But to see LA Knight on Raw was really cool. The crowd response was amazing. The pop was amazing. We obviously just heard the him, what he said to Logan Paul and stuff. But yeah, for me, I mean, I, I'm going to let you answer the question first and maybe the chat as well. Is LA Knight a future world champion? Do you see it happening in the next 12 months? Uh, without question. I think uh, not that he... You always need a championship, but I think LA Knight is deserving. You you said Damien Priest. That's why it does make it hard in this money in the bank. You know, used to, I would say LA Knight, but I got to give a credit to another teammate of mine at WrestleBuddy. He did bring up a, a very astute uh, opinion uh, for those, you know, including ourselves that maybe desire LA Knight to be one of our favorite choices. And it may have been for him. I, I don't want to speak for him, but he did point this out. So I got to give him credit that maybe LA Knight doesn't need to win because he, he's already, they're already building him. And uh, maybe he doesn't need money in the bank. I mean, I always love to look at the different perspectives. That's what we're doing as well on, on your great program, Benny. And, but I do think regardless whether he wins money in the bank or not, LA Knight is going to be a champion. I don't care whether it's United States champion, intercontinental champion. I, I don't think you, you got to give him a world title right away. Cause I'm all for building up no matter how over yeah. they are. 
you know, yeah, getting yeah, yeah. them to to a point in their career, their trajectories where it makes sense. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear what the chat has to say. I, I do agree and concur that LA Knight, yeah, I can't do it as cool as him. I, I get it, but future <laughs> world champion. Uh, so yeah, yeah, and, and, man. Yeah. Uh, and uh, another yeah, even without meaning to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, go to the yeah. chat quickly. Sigh, <laughs> uh, if Logan Paul wins, I will vomit. Um, He'll throw you throw some prime bottles at him or something. Um, Dan Griffin, LA Knight is definitely world champion material. There you go. Dan Griffin agrees in the chat there. Uh, Dan Thanks, Griffin man. also. Logan Paul will put uh, put out some spectacle, but I hope to whatever deity may be out there that he doesn't win. I, I find that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm going to say with 95 percent conviction that Logan Paul's not winning Money in the Bank. And I hope that I am right because I now I mean again we'll talk about it more in depth next week. So I don't want to give away my but I am torn. I'm a big LA Knight fan, and I was annoyed when he came up and he wasn't LA Knight, and I hate that because you why? It's almost like WWE have a thing in their head where they go, oh, our main fans or our regular or our family fans, whatever you want, however they break down the the you know the the numbers. Oh, they, they, he, it was like Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's now Butch. Okay, I'm, I can live with it now. It, same with Walter into Gunther. Over time, it's all right, fair enough. And I actually prefer the name Gunther now over Walter, even though I was annoyed as hell when it first happened. But LA Knight, it's almost like the equivalent of, I mean, it's easy to say because hindsight's twenty twenty, but it's the equivalent of like Steve Austin being the ringmaster. And actually, imagine trying to imagine if he was Steve Austin first, and then he was the ringmaster. I'd be like, no, but he's Steve Austin. And LA Knight's made a name for himself. Again, I yeah. wasn't, I didn't see it. I hadn't seen. Sai actually was the one who uh, pointed it out to me, but I haven't seen much of impact. But he's kind of been that LA Knight. Obviously, yes, it was a different name, but that character, that persona, even though the name changed, he's always been LA Knight. If that makes any sense, and yeah, he's been, it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think some people have meant this negatively. I, uh, um, but a lot of people online I see are saying that LA Knight, um, so Stone Cold and The Rock equals LA Knight. So he's they're saying that he's very similar to Steve Austin and uh, The Rock in terms of he's almost like merged the two together in the way he delivers promos. Um, I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing as long as he's not like a carbon copy. To yeah, be honest. As, yeah, as as long as you're not copying the, those two icons, uh, I don't have a problem. And I, I don't want to say LA Knight is, uh, but that's not a bad way to uh, approach it, the uh, combination of both those guys. But yeah, let, let's, uh, of course, calm down and cool our engines a little bit. I, I love the guy, <laughs> but I, I always have to catch myself. And the, that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm guilty of it as well. We have to remember, you know, give him time. He, he is definitely a star. There's no doubt about it. But let's... Uh, with the comparisons, I think, though, like you're saying, to be fair, it's not necessarily comparing, but it's just if you're going to model or kind of have an influence, that's the way to go. Maybe that's the way I should have worded it and looked at it before no, answering. You... I, I tend to I tend to already go there, and uh, I don't mean to all the time, but it, it just happens. But, yeah, L.A. Knight is – I'm such a huge supporter. I'm a, I'm a big fanatic for him. I mean, I – I, I even said, yeah, without – it's in my conscience. Even, even yes, now yeah. when I say it – even in a sentence, it's like, wait it's a the, minute. It's the equivalent. <laughs> it's the equivalent of, are you ready? Yeah. Or is it R V D? You know. Um, yeah, you know and that's a, the bottom. Those sayings. Yeah, and that's the bottom line. 
because Stone Cold says so. Stone Cold says it. So, there yeah. you go. So it, and it smell makes what sense. the rock is cooking. There we go. So LA Knight, yeah, is you know, I, I we once he became LA Knight, I was like, right, here we go. Um, it seemed to take a bit longer. The I think the we've talked about it previously on ep- other episodes, but the the pitch black match didn't really help. Um, either uh, participant. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the part the black the pitch black match really helped either superstar in that environment. But there we go. But now that he's away from it, I I want I like I said to you, I'm torn because there's opportunity here for me. Again, we'll talk about it more next week. We'll move on. But there's opportunity here for Damian Priest to win it because of what's going on with Judgment Day, Finn Balor, and Raw. So another yeah, group we'll, that's got some tension that's yeah, still which to we'll, be played out. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we're, we're we'll talk more. Yeah, we'll definitely talk more about the uh, stuff. But yeah, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match: Ricochet versus LA Knight versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Santos Escobar, Butch. Damien Priest and now Logan Paul. Uh, I want to say like prime time, but you know, it feels wrong because of the, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Cause um, it's going to be over in London. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be daytime for us. It'll be nice that you guys get to watch it at, at the time you, you normally do. And, and it's our turn to watch it and, uh, you know, get used to watching it earlier over here. All right. Well, as I said earlier, at the top of the show, obviously, um, uh, we have got we have got that uh, Skype call at the bottom. If you want to call in, you can do that. Uh, yeah, hey, please scan, call in. If you want to get involved, obviously it's the first time we're actually advertising it, so I'm not expecting it. But if you do want to call in and chat to us and yeah, anything we've talked about, you know, we'll talk about it with you for a few minutes and we'll you know move on. But uh, yeah, give us a call on Skype. You can do that now. Scan that QR code and uh, you'll find myself Benny Mac, and it'll say we are live on SJP World Media, and you can call in and when we chat to me and Tyler about some current WWE. Um, before we move on to one of the bigger things that happened on Raw, I've got to ask this question. And somebody, um, I thought this was a really good question, actually, to be honest. Uh, is Dominic Mysterio the reason for the heat on the Judgment Day? Now, I've got my own opinion on this, but, I mean, what are your thoughts on that sort of, uh, that kind of question? And chat as well, ladies and gents. Is Dominic uh, Mysterio he, the reason? Yeah, he's definitely one of the primary uh, motiva- motivating factors, excuse me there. Uh, as to why they're getting so much heat, but you can't discount Rhea Ripley. I mean, I mean her influence also Finn Balor and, and Damien Priest. But but that's a that's a fantastic question because of how successful as a heel he's been. Uh, when speaking of Dominic Mysterio, Dom Dom, where where's mommy? I mean, even that combination alone. That's why I say you got to. So many of the members I think have a different kind of heat too. So you have to kind of evaluate it possibly you know differently if that if that makes any sense so i don't know that's uh i, I would say most of the time an emphatic yes but th- then i would be taken away from like Rhea, damien and finn you know what they can do but like i say it all varies but Rhea gets not necessarily so much uh this this time on raw but Rhea has been getting those smatterings of cheers as well so True. you know so uh but again i think people don't like it when um, Damien speak, they sort of boo him. Dominic Mysterio gets more boos because I think of the whole storyline with his dad, the way he treated his dad, and all that you know, you're a deadbeat dad, and all that kind of stuff. So people can see, you that know, they, they love Ray, they love Ray. So if you, I could, we could walk into a ring, go, I hate Ray Mysterio, and the whole crowd would boo you, you know. Um, if you really want to get booed, go into a ring and say, I hate Eddie Guerrero, you will get absolutely lynched. So there yeah, are ways. They're, they're... 
fans would uh, probably be waiting. It may go back to the territory days if you said something like that. I mean, that, it would not be pretty. <laughs> so be careful. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm not saying I, I loved Eddie Guerrero. I miss that dude being in the ring. But what I'm saying is if you do it in a oh, certain way, because people love Rey Mysterio and, uh, you know, obviously he's a Hall of Famer now, but uh, that was kind of never in question. But because people like Ray, they are immediately going to boo Dominic. So every time he tries to speak now, I mean, he's even doing it. I've picked up on this this week more that when he comes to pick the mic up to his face and he doesn't even go, he just, he waits and they just start booing him. So again, it could be, I'm not saying he doesn't get booed elsewhere, but the crowd this week on Raw were really, were really into it. Yeah. Um, they, so, I think even last week there, there has been a lot to be said for Raw and it, and a lot of times I may even, you know, prefer SmackDown, but Raws have been uh, pretty solid so far. Uh, so in, in the crowds included, I mean, they have, they added a energy. I mean, it, it gives you momentum, your program, whether you're, they're cheering or they're, uh, they're not letting a particular talent like a Dominic Mysterio speak. I mean, it, yes, it's, yeah. it's, it's really telling. Cause I don't, I don't think necessarily, I don't think Judgment Day's heat is because purely of Dominic Mysterio. I think there's just more of a reaction when it comes to Dom, and he does get more heat as because he's Dom. But I think if you took Dom out of the Judgment Day as a heel still, I think he would still be booed the same way without the rest of them with him. And that's not taking anything away from Finn, Damien, or Rhea. But I think if, like, tomorrow it turns out Rhea, Finn, and Damien are now faces, and then Dominic's still a heel, I think Dominic will still get a lot of that booing but then also people hate him because he hides behind Rhea a lot as well so maybe maybe 60 percent of it is because of dom i'm not really sure well i think you know 60 percent of it could be uh due to dom dominic mysterio they call him dom for short of course and, and yeah hiding behind Rhea, Rhea getting involved or the the ways that they interject themselves too adds to a lot of uh of the course, way yeah. they people react. So no, I, I think that that's a, another uh, fascinating way to look at it. How he hides behind Rhea and, and all their uh, interplay with each other. And I, I think it's been done well. It's, it's a nice callback, but they're, they're still trying to do it their own way. But, you know, people are going to make the uh, comparisons yet again to when China and Eddie Guerrero, uh, since we, we touched on Eddie and, Gosh, uh, every time you mention Eddie Guerrero, I'm like, man, some of the people that you don't realize that are have gone that you miss. Every time you mention a name, see a clip, a highlight or a match or a promo, some kind of segment, it was just uh, thankful for the memories. But, man, it is just so tough knowing that they're not with us anymore. Yeah, 100%. Uh, just moving into the chat quickly before we uh, recap the rest of Raw. Dom is such a little shit. He draws a good chunk of Judgment Day's heat. The other portion comes from jealousy of Finn and <laughs> spilling Balor's abs. 100% no, there, they, Dan. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm jealous of those abs, too. I, I must admit, Finn is all these, you know, most of these people have to stay well, all of them, not most, have to stay in impeccable physical condition. And <laughs> man, Finn's abs are, I, I must say, I, 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 I wish I had those. Yeah, 100%. Main event was Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn taking on the Judgment Day in Finn, Damien Priest, and uh, Dom. Again, the crowd were really into this. Um, I like the fact that Judgment Day have actually grown as a group and they've got better and better uh, over time. Um, Obviously, with the whole Bloodline stuff, obviously you don't know where that's going to lead going down the line, but it's 
building up a, another sort of dominant faction in the background who are very popular on Raw. Um, mm-hmm. You know that either... I mean, I'm not when I hear their music, I'm not thinking, oh my God, someone's going to beat up. I think, oh great, how are they going to cheat to win this week and how are they going to beat someone down? You know, I'm not saying they don't beat What way up, can but, they be different? Yeah, exactly. So, um, so we've got to talk about quickly before we move on to... Uh, so Matt Riddle versus Ludwig Kaiser was actually a really good match this week on Raw. Um, a great match. I, I, uh, after a bro Derek, um, uh, Matt Riddle got the win over Ludwig Kaiser, but um, you know Gunther got in and you know started beating down, and they both basically beat down uh, Matt Riddle again. I thought Randy Orton's music was going to hit, and it didn't. So um, whether that's going to happen at some point, I feel like that is how he's going to come back. I don't know, but maybe he won't. Um, uh, it, it might. Uh, I mean, it, wouldn't that be something? And again, maybe the confrontation with Imperium. I, I'll take uh, Orton against uh, Kaiser or Gunther or Eichner when he gets uh, back on TV or, or uh, you know, RK Bro reunite with uh, the Apex Predator and, and the original Bro Matt Riddle to take on Imperium. I, I mean, either way, sign me up. I'm, I'm ready I, to I wonder see. if, because I don't remember during the draft that he got drafted anywhere, Randy. So is he technically going to be classed as a free agent when he comes back? And maybe and he could still go take on Roman, maybe. Quite possibly. Yeah. That was the rumor, the one rumor. You, you really liked the uh, Riddle Kaiser match, didn't you? You told me off air that you were actually yeah, really enjoyed I, I it. Yeah, I, I, I think they both showed how they were technical. And I, I give a lot of the credit to uh, the commentators, you know, uh, with Corey Graves mentioning that. And, uh, but also, I, I liked how, you know, he, he reminds us that you don't want to be in a striking match with Riddle because. No matter what you think of his persona, and I, you know, I'm not the have been the biggest fan of how he's the way he's been presented. But Riddle's got that mixed martial arts background. He he could take you down. He and he can throw hands, but he's also very scientific. Going back to the technical aspect, but so is Kaiser. And Kaiser, they're both just phenomenal athletes. And uh, I, I don't know what it was, but a lot of the transitions, uh, and I can't recall exactly. But there's one spot in the match where. Riddle was uh, coming off the ropes and Kaiser, I think, flipped it into a, some sort of slam. But, I mean, even yeah. spots like that, it, it was uh, impressive. I, I just I have a lot of good positivity toward uh, toward any time I see Imperium get involved or Riddle. I mean, Riddle <laughs> just ceases to amaze me. He, he's been gone away, but these guys still keep up with it. I mean, not only in shape, but ring shape. I mean, that can vary from you know, your cardio and what you're doing as far as weights or whatever your workout regimen entails. So I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think that was a good match. Maybe greats going overboard, but I I think my expectations were, were pretty steady for it. It was good. Maybe I I did get excited, but Hey, I'll I'll stand behind it. I I messed up and did probably got overly like it was great, but it was good. I hope that Riddle gets an IC title match against Gunther because I think that, regardless of the outcome, could be a hard hitting. Like you said, Riddle hits hard when you get those chops from Gunther as well. Oh, he does. That that, that as a match could be absolutely just uh, you know you know that working horse title Intercontinental Championship is always classed as the working class. You know, what working did Dan ho- say with? Uh... Yeah, and I, 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 forgive me for interrupting, but Dan put it, Benny, that with like what we could see from uh, Ripley and Raquel, we we could get the big hoss feel from uh, yes, yeah, 100%. from Riddle, Riddle, and and Gunther. Even though Gunther is is taller too, Riddle's still not a short guy. He's probably at least six one or something. I mean, he just looks smaller to somebody that's got three inches on him or something. But it it, it would still it'll work though because those guys will 
be physical and it'll be definitely engaging. I'll, I'll borrow a word you used before engaging that that's a, that's a proper way to, to uh, term it. Yes. Yeah, it'll think, draw your interest. Yeah. Just wondering how long we have to wait until maybe it'll be a SummerSlam match. Uh, Cause it's not been announced for money in the bank. I think the rivalry is just beginning. Uh, so by the time we get to SummerSlam, we'll probably, I think Riddle could be competing for that championship, uh, whether it's at SummerSlam or whether it's a raw, I would like to see that at a PLE, AKA SummerSlam. So, be, um, yeah, be it would work because uh, especially given that time, like you're saying, uh, let's see it at Ford Field in Detroit. Let's let's That'd have a challenge counter. Yeah, for the IC title. Uh, down in the chat, Walter and Matt Riddle are cracking trilogy in progress for the uh, the Atlas title. So should be uh, sound for the uh, IC title uh in progress sorry yeah i'm in progress wrestling sorry i've read that completely differently how we wrote that but no, yeah, you're no, okay uh, uh but uh yeah uh well I, i'm gonna have to search i don't know whether i want to search it up now because if they're gonna do that i don't want to kind of be spoiled on the progress stuff to then is even if it's really good and i'm sure it is yeah you don't want to let it take away from your perspective on what yes. what they can do on the main what they're doing here in wwe w- yeah yeah wwe yeah yeah well, I think that happened because I, so when we had Shinsuke versus AJ a few years ago, which I think overall was considered not very good. Um, it was a letdown. But yeah, but I'd seen the, um, was it there, the Tokyo Dome they did in uh, in New Japan, I think. I watched that online. I yeah, really that, enjoyed that's that match. Yeah, that's a big venue. So, so uh, I think in my head, at least, maybe watching that um may have sport that one for me but then i think overall it wasn't considered overly good was it the um the aj styles shinsuke match which is a shame because it has a potential um because once again they've got a lot of background a lot of backstory you you could have yeah. really played on yeah absolutely um let's run through these quickly bronson reed we're both big fans of um beat uh shinsuke nakamura this week uh thanks to kind of interference from ricochet there's a bit of thing going on between ricochet and shinsuke at the moment yeah, uh, which, there's unfinished business between those two. But uh, Bronson Reed just flies off that top rope like uh, you said. He I didn't mean, even he, jump. He just stepped over. Yeah, stepped. Yeah, exactly. That, and I didn't catch it. And I, I've seen him. And maybe he did it a different way. It's just, but and maybe that's always consistently how the man has executed that tsunami high risk maneuver. Uh, yet, you know, Bronson Reed just for a guy that size. We've seen the Bam Bam Bigelows. We've seen the Big Van Vaders. We we've seen uh a lot of people even before them that were agile, that was athletic, but he's, he reminds me of that. Maybe even more mobile, more agile. I, I don't know if that's fair to say with respect to those legends, but he's, he definitely fits that mold. He He's a monster when he needs to be, but he can hit you from uh, different avenues uh, regarding his arsenal. As I'm trying to find the words to describe how you would depict uh, Bronson Reed. He's a unique talent, but uh, I, I'm really, I'm like you, Benny. I, I'm looking forward to more and what we see out of him. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I can't really say, but I, I'm looking for big things from Bronson Reed uh, going down the line again. Well, I think we can, you can see it now, can't you? There's a lot of things now have come together, and whether it be SmackDown or Raw, that talent is being sort of pushed. Have you seen more of certain people? Bronson Reed's having matches. Yeah, he, he had to lose a couple in order to set up other people for money in the bank. But now he getting that win over Shinsuke this past Monday is a big deal for Bronson Reed, really, despite the fact there was outside interference. But, um, you know, it, hopefully, again, we're not Judgment Day. Uh, Bronson Reed, uh, obviously Matt Riddle, 
Kitana Chance and Caden Carter as well on Raw. They defeated Chelsea Green and um, Sonny Deville. Um, and and I, so- I like uh, that match. I mean, they just real quickly, they, they're just so unique. It's I know it's a little redundant on that word. I've used it before to describe <laughs> uh, Kitana Chance and, and Caden Carter, but it's true. I mean, I, but it doesn't mean unique's a bad thing. I, I just... Yeah, it's hard to really judge their offense, but whatever they're doing, they're they're good at it. It's successful, and how yeah. they're they're programmed. Uh, Viking Raiders defeated Alpha Academy. Uh, actually, there was a distraction outside. They got um, oh, I, I also get her name, Maxine Dupree. Is it Maxine? Yeah, Maxine yeah, Dupree. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's um, still Maxine Dupree. I, I'm liking the little skits between them at the moment, teaching <laughs> her how to wrestle with Master, you know, Coach Gable, and all that kind of stuff. Um, Everybody so needs a good coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but yeah, Viking Raiders, I think, um, you know, very long overdue for a win. So, you know, despite the fact there was a bit of distraction going on, but they got a win. So again, it's it's not, it's nice to see, or they might lose one or two, then they'll win. You know, it's not like a constant, like, defeating every week. So hopefully that's good momentum for them to then lead on Correct. Uh, moving forward, hopefully. Um, I think that's it. Oh, no, it isn't it. How could I forget this? Tommaso Ciampa returned this past week on Raw, uh, took on Punch Miz in the face, which Miz is having a tough time of it at the moment, to be honest. He's getting yeah, his ass whipped every week. He's getting a rough, uh, you know, he's had a, some rough treatment as of yeah, late. Yeah, has absolutely. Missed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, Tommaso Ciampa coming back. Obviously, rumors, I thought this maybe a few months, about a month ago. We haven't really seen Johnny Gargano much uh, lately, or even Candice LeRae, or even. You know, any of Indy, uh, remind me. Hartwell. Yeah, yeah Hartwell, Hartwell and, um, in, uh, you know, Dexter, Dexter Loomis, Loomis and stuff. They were kind of doing backstage stuff, and then they had a couple of matches and haven't really seen much of them. So does this – but now Tommaso Ciampa's back. Are we going to see DIY again? Um, would you want to see DIY again, Tyler? I, I, I enjoyed their work in NXT back in the day. Uh, didn't see the Tommaso if, Ciampa if turn. done but... correctly. I hope it's uh, – you couldn't probably do it – Exactly like you could have in NXT, maybe you you could or can, uh, but I I would still be intrigued to see a reunion. I mean, even if they tried and and they they go, hey, look, listen, we let's just break them off again because uh, yeah, I'd like to see Champa and Gargano have some good singles runs, but the uh, having those two joined again uh, could you could ha- do a lot. I mean, as far as a tag team kind of perspective, but also the singles aspect, uh, like I was uh, mentioning before. Uh, So that's another tough one to kind of dissect. I'd have to really put more thought into it. But I I think the the potential, it's definitely there. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering what happens with these tag team bouts now, because we've got them, obviously, they're still the undisputed tag team champions they're still technically the they're not really calling them raw and smackdown tag team champions anymore they're just calling them undisputed we've got a world heavyweight championship we've got a world women's championship do we have world tag team bouts like we had back in the day how does this play out um do we I, maybe we maybe we end up with a triple threat tag team match or something like that i don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna pan out um i think when new bouts get introduced either at some point, Sammy and KO say they're still champions, undisputed tag team champions. They are going to have to stay either on Raw or SmackDown. Or, so say they stay on SmackDown, and then they, they, they would have to then create tag team bouts to be... Because technically, they're the undisputed tag team champions. So, in theory, based on Oscar's 
women's WWE women's championship. It does actually say undisputed on it, which is a bit weird. But yeah, 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 but they could have the undisputed tag team titles on SmackDown and you know change the bout design, and then we have the world tag team bouts, you know, like like we had back in what oh three was it? So I just wondered how that was going to pan out, really, because at the moment they they've done it with the women's and the men's, but they haven't touched the tag bout. Haven't done it with the tag team titles. Yeah, so I'm wondering how that was going to pan out i mean any thoughts you got any it's again it's hard to even fathom how they would even do right it's it's very complex uh no you're correct i i'm not really sure i i'm like you Uh, we we could you know have a segment that's uh you know pertaining to this brand split uh, and uh, this would make a lot of uh sense going forward but i mean we still you know have the conversation now i i don't know what you do I, i think it it makes sense for them to change the title designs due to what, like you were saying, they were having done with Roman Reigns and then uh, Seth Rollins with their titles. And now both the women's champions with Ripley and Oscar. I mean, it's going to depend what happens. uh, You know, whoever retains, I I think Sammy and KO deserve it. If you're going to do it, why not go ahead and, I mean, I, I guess I'm just trying to do look at it from more of a common sense kind of standpoint as I'm because because it, it's really hard for me to even think I, normally it takes me more time I wish I could go off the cuff but th- this is really good because I'm having to exercise what kind of <laughs> options would I go here I mean seriously yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's hard to know where, where do they lose that I don't know we'll, we'll find out I guess I would assume at some point we would have separate tag team championships but then again we're still I know we're advertising money in the bank and stuff like that and it's a co-branded pay-per-view so, you know, we have an LA night come on Raw, which was a great segment. Regard, you know, we talked about it earlier, but you're supposed to be on SmackDown. It's supposed to be exclusive to your respective brands unless you're a free agent. When, when so, does it become enough? Because we, we see yeah. too many of them appearing and it's like, that that was my issue too. And I, I know we'll talk about this later. I don't mean to get off on this tangent, but since we're on the topic with, uh, with this whole NXT women's champion still, I, you know, I like Alba Fire, like Aladdin and what I've seen of them. And I yeah. get why they had to be with Rousey and Baszler. But I just, once again, they got drafted to SmackDown. And I, I realized they, they didn't win the titles. And this allows, you know, the loophole for Rousey and Baszler to show up on Raw. But I, I feel like maybe each brand does either need their own tag team champions or, or maybe it's more popular because they can do more creatively for both the brands of raw and SmackDown. I don't know, but I I go back to it. It kind of leaves me confused. I mean, I'm trying to find the logic, but when I can't find it, I'm like, okay, what are we doing here? And I'm not even trying to say that to be sarcastic or like I'm a genius. I'm just, uh, even as a viewer, as a fan, I'm like, let me try to follow up. Yeah. 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 No, I was just going to say, I think like maybe with the men's as well, maybe it's harder to have separate tag team champions on the respective brands because maybe there's not as much depth in the, t- in the t- especially in the women's division, in the tag division, there's not much depth to there. So maybe unifying the NXT and WWE women's championships, we then have them, you know, defend across all brands because it's, you know, one, you know, so they can have, so they don't have to necessarily have as much depth in the women's tag team division. So it- 
so it adds more importance to those tag team titles where you, you may not need think of, as, yeah. as much away from the titles. Okay, I, I can see where you're coming from. That's the only thing I can think of, Tyler, at the moment, to be honest. I think the men's tag team division is getting better, but again, it's going to be a slow build because it's been neglected for so long. And that's no disrespect to the Usos being the longest reigning tag team champions and stuff. We had some good teams take them on over the... But out of all that run, like, honestly, I'm not being horrible, but like literally New Day had some great matches with the Usos. Can you tell me who had, apart from KO and Sammy beating them, can you tell me many other teams that went against the Usos and, you know, can you pluck it from your brain now and go, that was a good match? I'm struggling. I'm not saying that didn't happen. I'm, I'm struggling, personally, to find during no, this it, run. That's fair, because uh, that, so. that's your opinion. Uh, I'd have to go back and look up at uh, some of the matches, that, honestly, because there, there there's been so many. And it is hard to uh, recount all, all the, the rivalries. Uh, but, yeah, all due respect to the Usos. Uh, yeah, they definitely – and, I, you know, they're going to have the, some of the same issues with uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But I think the only thing that's helping them, you know, with the Raw side of things, they do have Imperium. They do have some yeah. options. Uh, and not saying SmackDown, now pretty deadly. I have to go back to that point. I'm contradicting myself. We talked. It's amazing how you could start a podcast and you start having to remember <laughs> what you just said a few segments ago. So that, wow. that I'll just be honest. Uh, you know, transparent. I've forgotten. My goodness, what's so, yeah. wrong with me? Somebody help me. <laughs> I'm losing my thoughts here. Well, before we finish the show, one more, one last thing to talk about. I haven't forgotten about it. I've left it till last because we spoke about uh, Finn Balor last week. The fact the crowd wouldn't let him talk and basically just, you know, shit on him, basically. And we, uh, we wanted to see it, didn't we? We wanted to hear it. We wanted to hear what Finn had to say. But Finn Balor this week absolutely just, I think this was needed, Tyler. We said off air, but I think this was 100% needed. Finn Balor needed to do this to Seth, I think, to gain any momentum after what happened last week. I mean, what are your thoughts? No, he, he did. I, I mean, we needed to see a more aggressive, a more vicious Finn Balor, as if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the clip from Raw. I mean, he's pummeling Seth Rollins. He is punishing him. He's he's finally showing his temper. He's showing he doesn't care what authority thinks of him because he's a, he's a heel anyways. Uh, you know, Seth Rollins has kind of been more the the – the good guy in this scenario, or at least the fans sing along with his song. I don't know, maybe tweener, who cares right now, but he just uh, to get to the point before I get into a, a tirade about something else. Uh, yeah. We needed to see Finn Balor. We needed to see the guy that people may have remembered from uh, shades of new Japan, maybe NXT since we're talking WWE because it's within the, the organization. Uh, yeah. To see him do that stomp. I would say the name, but Benny probably does a better job because I'm going to butcher it. What, well, what Finn Balor obviously it? attacking Seth Rollins in the coup de grace. He just kept hitting yeah, there him, you hitting go. him, hitting him uh, with it, which That's was a... absolutely, uh, which was absolutely amazing. And but like I said, after this past week, he need, I like know, how he's the, mocking the fans. He's mocking the fans with the sing along yeah. that they wouldn't let him speak and stuff like that. And we we talked about it last week. It was uh, we felt like I thought there's a story yeah, here. Too it much. Was, there was a story here. I, I wanted to. I wanted to hear from Finn. I think we've heard. You know, if, without saying a word, really, in that moment, Finn absolutely just destroying the world heavyweight champion. And I, again, I said this off air to you, but I'm not saying it just because I'm from the UK or from this part of the world. But I can't. I want Finn to do well here. I do. I think Finn is going to win. Probably not. 
this leads back into next week and we'll talk more about it because I have a theory or a good idea for a story for the money, blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll get into it next week, ladies and gents. But I'm not saying it just because I'm from the UK. I want to see Finn win. I don't think it's going to happen. Maybe this is a setup for, you know, maybe down the line. I don't know. But I would like to see Finn uh, beat Seth Rollins. And again, some of it is because of the way the fans shit on him with by singing Seth's song and stuff. Yeah, they want to be involved. I get that. You want to be part of the show. I get that. But Seth could have probably held that situation last week. But also, I really wanted to hear from Finn Balor and his story from the last, what, seven years, becoming the first Universal Champion, losing it the next night because he had a shoulder injury because of Seth. You know, I guess it's competition, you know, but because of Seth. And then Finn was saying, trying to say last week, you know, you took a year of my career. You took, you know, you took my dreams and blah, blah, blah. But you couldn't get it out because everybody was singing. And it just felt it, it, shit, basically. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't. It was a shame you couldn't hear him uh, in his promo uh, when talking about Finn Balor. What I like, it's made uh, people interested in Finn again. And that, and I hate to say it, but it, it has. It has, uh, this has... It's not that people would draw on the fan and he, he doesn't have his fans. Don't don't hear me uh out. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, throw shade on Finn is what I'm getting at. Uh but Finn Balor, it, it's elevated him. Not that he needed it, but this is showing you that side of uh Balor that everybody's desired. They they want to see, yeah, we're seeing another club of it. Like you say, you you know, actions speak louder than words, prime example. He he didn't need to say anything. No, he, he didn't. And they, he, he, he yeah. absolutely took it to Seth Rollins. Obviously, Seth was going to defend the heavyweight championship against Braun Breaker uh, in NXT. I understand he successfully defended it. So I apologize if I've spoiled that. I should have shed spoiler alert beforehand. Um, but I've not seen it yet. But so, which I'm glad because I always, I always get perplexed by that when they go, oh, Seth Rollins is going to defend the World Heavyweight Championship against Finn Balor. But next week on Raw, he's going to do an open challenge. Uh, but then he's also going to defend the title against Bron Breaker. And it's like, but you've advertised Finn versus Seth. Yes, I know technically it could change, but we aren't we aren't programmed to that, are we, as wrestling fans? Yes, it has happened in the past. We've seen people lose at the last minute, and then it's been a different match at Survivor Series a few years ago. I think that happened. I think it ended up being Daniel Bryan, didn't it, against Brock Lesnar instead of... Uh, I AJ, believe you're I right. Think. Um, but... I just like the fact that Finn did it because, again, like I said, after last week, I felt it was just. I thought I thought it was like, and I have finding myself uh, leaning more towards um, Seth Rollins. Uh, sorry, Finn Balor. I get it wrong again. I'm not with it at all because I was trying to think of something else. Um, no, that, that, that's okay. <laughs> that that was me trying to finally get to the throwing shade on Finn Balor. It happens. I, we're human. I, I mean, you know, but I have my moments. I, I did like the fact that Finn came out. Uh, with Judgment Day later on, and was like, I'm the reason there's no open challenge tonight. I am the reason. And it was almost like an F you to the, to the crowd, basically, saying, screw you, you don't want to listen to me? Fine. Like you said, perfectly, actions speak louder than words. And he just took it to oh, Seth they and did. liked it. And I know it's not the And it would have been before. nice to hear the promo. Certain fans watching on at home on TV would have loved to hear to uh, to hear it, heard it. Hey, what, what a way to what a vocabulary I've got. <laughs> I meant to say hear it, heard it. 
that that one has sounded right. So I'm yeah. making fun of myself, even trying to have a response. <laughs> but no, to the point is, uh, yeah, yeah. as I laugh, uh, that Finn Balor deserved better. And he, he showed it. This was a good way, even in storyline, just to give him his just due. And uh, yeah, like I said, I, I'm happy for Finn Balor. I, I love Seth Rollins, too. And I, I like how Seth did cut the promo responding to Brian Breaker, but he'd also responded to uh, to Finn Balor saying, you know, smiling, this was the fan I wanted to see. And I yes, like yeah. that. Yeah, that. Yeah, That made sense. He, but to me, uh, maybe Seth Rollins should have been more angry, uh, showed that he was mad. But, you know, Seth, yeah. I, to me, uh, my counterpoint to even my point would be, this is just how Seth has been. He'll kind of smile and laugh, but when he needs to be that Seth Rollins, he'll 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 get it, he'll turn it up. He'll he'll be on that level. So he's just doing that Joker esque sort of. If he'd have added a laugh in that promo after he said, "This is the thing I wanted to see," he could have ended it. I see you at Money in the Bank and just laughed at the camera. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't like the Joker thing, but actually, I think he pulls it off quite well. So it's just um, it it would have been quite funny to be honest. Uh, if he not funny, but it would have I think give more to it if he'd have laughed this is the Finn Balor I wanted to see it's like Joker in the Batman Joker wants to fight the strongest Batman to try and outwit the Batman and beat the Batman so and it's psychological too so it, psychological yeah too. so yeah. it could have been a little bit better but um, I'm glad like I said Finn got his his uh, his um, comeback yeah after I couldn't last agree week, more basically. yeah yeah he, he was um, able to get some redemption and where it feels like this is important but I get what you're saying with the open challenge we, we and other things, we, we've got so many moving parts. Let's keep our focus on Finn and Seth for a while. Yeah. I'd like to see this go a bit further than just one match, to be honest. I'd like to see this go maybe to SummerSlam. Maybe why not revisit SummerSlam seven years later and have this match again? But this time round, maybe Finn beats Seth. Well, maybe Finn beats Seth again, but the next night on Raw, he doesn't have to relinquish the championship. Having said that, you'll have to wait till next week for my theory for that. But there we go. Um, I, I Tyler, can't wait to hear it. Yeah, man. We'll do our predictions next week. Thank you very much for everybody who stopped by, who commented, who participated with us. Um, obviously, I will be here next week with Tyler chatting. Hopefully, Cy will be with us as well, I have asked, because he is going to be taking over the Money in the Bank review show with yourself, because I am actually away. And I think it works out to episode 60, which is Money in the Bank review show. Obviously, the very first show I ever did for this show was Money in the Bank. Uh, I believe it was the review of Money in the Bank a year ago. So, but I won't be wow. here for my own year anniversary, basically. But I, I know, uh, but you got to You deserve a vacation. I mean, I'm I'm leaving it in good hands. So I said he was actually quite honoured. I was like, why are you honoured? This this show is like a, the B show to Jane Wrestling. But all right, I appreciate it anyway. But no. Tyler, so yeah, next week I'll be here. Hopefully, Cy will be with us as well. But it'll be me and Tyler 100%. We'll be chatting about Money in the Bank, everything that's going on, maybe some more Randy Orton news. But Tyler, before we go, where can we see your good self? Where can we read your stuff? Where can we Where can we find you is what I'm getting at. Yeah, sure. Uh, you can find me at DustinTyler86 on Twitter. You can uh, also read articles that I've been able to do uh, for WrestleBuddy.com. Also, check out the weekly report not only on YouTube, you can read the weekly report on uh, WrestleBuddy.com and also uh, got a show that gets released weekly called Around the Table Wrestling Scoops and also another show that 
I need to remember the title. And I'll have that one back to you. So, <laughs> my goodness, I, I'm really going to get fired after this. But uh, anyways, no. I, I digress. It, it's just some, and of course, in the corner, my goodness, I can't forget about, you know, Benny Mac, SJP World Media. And, uh, you know, back when with Danny, Scottish Danny, and just so much fun. There's just a lot. Of it. You know, it's bad. You know, it's a good problem to have, but it's also bad trying to remember everything. And then that I'm, that's what's happening. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, having such a good time that I, I'm trying to remember everybody. And I, I know I'm going to get flack even in a teasing way. Hey, you didn't mention me. You didn't remember. Less than <laughs> well, I we, tried. Yeah, we yeah. tried. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it next week, but I will say quickly, mate, it has genuinely been a pleasure to work with you since we met. It was for Extreme Rules. Um, yeah, it was back when, then, when then Gray. I, yeah, that was the first time. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and then we um, first started chatting on there, and we chatted beforehand, and then after we got on fairly well. I think pretty well for somebody who'd never, never yeah, spoke we, to each I other before. And then from then on, it's just grown into a. I would like to say a friendship from across the pond. I can't quite reach you. I can't fist bump you or anything. But yeah, I know it's it's a little difficult. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it to the camera. Apart. That's yeah, all, we'll do all the we can do. We we'll do it on the camera. But, uh, but it's, I, I, honestly, it's been mate, a friendship. I, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Mate, you're I, a part I, of the show. Yes, it says in the corner with Benny Mack up in the over in the over in the corner over there. But like you know, it's I've always done podcasts, mate, and I'm kind of doing a bit of a speech now because I'm not going to be here. But like, I've always done podcasts in the past. Yes, I've called my podcast the Benny Mack podcast and done the wrestling podcast with Benny Mack. Whatever I've done, whether it's gameplay junkies, whatever. Yes, my name's on there. Yes, I record it, produce it, whatever you want to call it. It's never been about me. It's about entertaining people. If I can entertain three people, um, you know, talking some wrestling with your good self, then I'm happy with that, to be honest. Would I like to do it as a day job? 100%. I'd be recording every day. Who would? Um, so, you know, but, you know, I'm enjoying it. I've, I've, I have fun. It's bloody hot in this room. I am literally sat in a corner, which is why the show is called In the Corner. Not, And it's also a wrestling pun, obviously, but I am literally in a corner. This behind me obviously moves, but I've got a fan Whoa. over to the right here, and I'm... Sweating. I need yeah, some makeup. Just, we need to, it, we need to, we need a budget. We need a budget for some yeah, makeup so don't we shine. We need makeup artists, yeah. <laughs> Where we can get one here in the States and one in the UK over there. That that'd be perfect. But no, I it, I consider you a friend, Benny, and I, I just want to say on programs I do. I, I'm glad you mentioned it. I it, it's a team effort, man. It just because I may host a show doesn't make it about me. It, it's a team. Of course. It's about, no, I'm glad, it's yeah, about Wrestle Buddy too. It, it, it's about SJP World Media. It's about what side Josh and so many of the people that I have got to connect with. And and the yeah. ones that I haven't, I apologize. I, I, you're just as important as we are or anybody. And and Benny, I you know, hey, don't don't sell yourself short. You're you're very talented, but I do appreciate the kind words and 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 that's always what I strive to be. Sure, we need to be confident of ourselves, but we also need to respect and realize the hard work behind the scenes, the other people that are putting just as as much the work ethic in as we are. And uh, so I, I, I appreciate you. I, I want you to know that you're you're a friend, yeah. man, for sure. I appreciate it. Uh, down in the yeah. chat, I pre I know I appreciate that, Tyler, 100%. Um, ITC is oh, no the soccer problem. Saturday. Chain wrestling is soccer AM. I always I don't know which is better. I think soccer. I also like Soccer Saturday, probably because I could watch it. So, I'll, uh, so uh, what, what's that in wrestling terms, Dan? Are we like the... Yeah, help chain, me out. Yeah. Is chain wrestling like the Monday Night Raw and we are like the main event on <laughs> all the superstars? <laughs> is that what's going on there? Or, uh, or the old challenge shows? <laughs> yeah. 
the All American Wrestling Show, whatever it was called. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're size scouting podcast. He's like, here you go. Here, so. yeah. But no, uh, with all due respect, I, I think Benny, you're in good company. I'm talking yeah. about me. You, you guys are probably more the the Gorilla and Bobby or Vince, and you're looking at, oh, who's this Tyler? About that. Okay. About that. But yeah, yeah. You, anyway, enough of this, enough, enough, enough of that. Anyway, uh, appreciate everybody yeah. listening, yeah. watching, uh, wherever you are. We appreciate it. Hope you have a good day or evening, whatever you're doing. Uh, you can follow myself at Benny Mac on Twitter at B E Triple N Y M A C K. Follow the show at In the Corner WWE. You can obviously follow the network uh, at SJP uh, World Media. And Tyler, mate. One more show with me, then you got a week without me. So uh, we've got money. I know. And one more show, and I'm going to miss you. But hey, Sai is going to be joining me. I know that's going to be fun, man. I, I always love an opportunity to uh, get to uh, join Sai as well. But I, you'll be missed and can't wait to uh, when you come back, you return. Appreciate it, man. Right. We'll be back next Wednesday, 7.30, yeah, uh, 2.30 Eastern time, I think. I always get it wrong. Yeah, is that 2:30. right? 2.30. Uh, yeah, so we'll be, back, we'll be back on YouTube, Twitch and Facebook on SJP World Media. And obviously, if you're listening to this, you'll, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you find your podcast. But yeah, Tyler, thank you very much, mate, as per usual. Oh, this you're so welcome, Benny. For Tyler, and ben, this is Benny, and we will see you all next week. Cheers. Best of me now, best of me now, best of me. They want the best of me now, best of me now, best of me now, best of me. They want the best of me now.